Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcasts. Ray, Sunday at 425 at Lincoln Financial Field, the 3-8-1 Eagles, quarterbacked by Jalen Hurts, will take on the 10-2 New Orleans Saints, who have the top-ranked defense in terms of total yardage in the NFL. Uh, Ray, first some storylines before we get to the game. What was your reaction to Doug Peterson deciding to start Jalen Hurts on Sunday? Kind of expected it. I, I really thought with the way things have been going and... Uh, the way things played out on Sunday with uh, with Carson Wentz still uh, struggling mightily uh, to move the ball and move the team, uh, and Jalen Hurts coming in in the second half and really giving him a little bit of a lift, uh, to me I just thought, yeah, he's going to have to make the change. He's going to have to make the change. He's going to have to make it now. And so, yeah, and especially when after the game when Doug was asked the question, uh, about the quarterback for next week, and he and he hedged and said, "Well, you know, I got to think about that. Not ready to make a decision right now." You know, if he was going to stay with Carson Wentz, he could have said it right then and there. And when he didn't, that told me that yeah, he was leaning towards making the change. And you know, I think it's time. You know, and I'm a I'm a big Carson Wentz guy, <clears throat> and uh, I've been a believer in him from the time he arrived here. And I still think that um, Carson Wentz can come back and play good football for this team. But right now, I just think it might be – it's certainly best for the team, and I think it's actually even best for him that he step aside. And this gives uh, gives the Eagles, I believe, four more games to figure out and find out exactly what they have in Jalen Hurts. So you just said you think Carson Wentz can come back and still provide good football for the Eagles. What do you think the future holds for number 11? Well, it's not all uh, – it's, it's not just all about him. It doesn't just begin and end with him. Uh, because everything that happened with this team and everything that went wrong with this team didn't begin or end with him. Um, he needs he needs more help. He needs better players around him. He needs a, a healthier and better offensive line. Uh, he needs better receivers than what he's got. Uh, and he needs the offensive coaches to call better plays for him. You know, I mean, he hasn't played well, and I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you that he has. But everything that's going wrong here isn't isn't solely on him. You know, he's young enough still. Um, he hasn't been injured this year, uh, and uh, I really feel that he can come back and, and play well again, recapture the number one job, and uh, go back to being a winning quarterback. But he's going to need he's going to need a lot more help. So, 
there's a lot of work to do this off season, and it's not just him. I mean, it's the whole organization has to go out and do a better job of rebuilding this offense because, yeah, your starting quarterback's broken, but so is everything else. Well, that leads to this. Like, what, what did you think of Jason Kelsey's strong and critical comments on Wednesday? Um, as with as with just about everything else that Jason Kelsey says, I thought he was spot on. Uh, I mean, and I think it was kind of necessary that somebody point that out, uh, that when a team falls apart in as many ways as the Eagles have and has a season that's as disappointing as, as this season has been, it's never just about one guy. I mean, the fans, the fans will almost always boil everything down to the quarterback and the head coach, but that's way too simplistic. I mean, anybody that's seen this team this year knows that um, the problems here really run top to bottom. Uh, and I'm talking about all the way up in the front office, talking about the personnel department, talking about the general manager, uh, talking about the entire coaching staff, and then right down through the playing roster. You know, I can't. I don't think you can point to anybody down at the Novacare complex and say, "Yeah, he had a good year." <laughs> I think you know when the team goes to where the Eagles have gone right now, and that's about as low as you can imagine. Then everybody has a share of that. You know, when a team wins, everybody's got a share in that. But when a team falls apart and loses the way this team's losing, everybody's got a share in that too. So, you know, when J- and Jason Kelsey included himself in that. He didn't. He didn't say it's all. But you no, know, don't blame me. I mean, he said, yeah, blame me, but also blame everybody else. And he was exactly right. And another story from this week, and I'm going to paraphrase this, Malcolm Jenkins, when he had his availability this week, he said that for, for him, for everything that he gave to the city of Philadelphia, uh, you know, everything that he did that the coaches asked him to do, uh, everything that he did on the football field, everything that he did to make the players around him better, his effort, he said it, it just wasn't valued by the Eagles' decision makers. He he added that it, for him and, and the way that everything ended with him, it was about a principle of respect. He says he didn't really care about the money, but he wanted to see what the respect factor was, and he said that it wasn't valued at what he thought. What did you think of what Malcolm had to say this week? Well, um, I wasn't surprised uh, that Malcolm said that because Malcolm is, is a very honest guy. Uh, a lot of guys in his position ask the same question, would give you the politically correct answer that, oh, it's, you know, it, it, no hard feelings. It's just, that's, that's the nature of football. People move on um, and yada, yada. And that's not Malcolm. I mean, Malcolm, Malcolm is going to tell you exactly what's on his mind. He wants to tell you exactly how he feels. And I knew, I knew, and everybody around the team kind of knew that he was angry. He was upset. I mean, he felt like he deserved to be paid like the top safeties in football based on what he had done with the Eagles. And he was probably right about that. Uh, I mean, he was a guy that came over, and I I really think you could make a case that in the era of free agency, he he might be the best free agent the Eagles ever had. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, I would put him, to me, the best, the best three free agents the Eagles have ever had are Troy Vincent, John Runyon, wow. And Malcolm Jenkins, and if I and if I had to put them in order, I would probably put Mal- I would probably put Malcolm Jenkins number one, because uh, I thought he was that important mm. to this team over the years, and I thought he was certainly that important in the championship season. So I mean, he felt like he deserved to be paid for that. And the Eagles, you know, had some salary cap issues. They looked at his age, uh, and they just said, "No, we can't go there." So they made a business decision, and. Um, I mean, you can argue from the one side that said, yeah, it kind of made sense for an older player at what he was asking for. But, you know, he felt that he deserved it. I think he deserved it. And when he left, he left angry. 
But I also think part of it was that Jenkins, at this point in his career, uh, I mean, he wants what all veteran players want. He wants to be on a, on a team that has a, a real chance to win a championship. I mean, he won one Super Bowl with the, with the Saints. And before his career is over, I mean, he wants to win another one. And I, I honestly think that while the money was part of it and the respect factor and his feeling for the organization was part of it, I think the other part of it was Malcolm knew he was in a position to make a choice. Uh, and if he was going to play another year, another two years, he wanted it to be with a team that he felt gave him the best chance to win another championship. And honestly, I think he probably looked at the Eagles and he looked at the Saints and where the two teams were and the commitment the two teams were making and just said, you know what? If I want to win another Super Bowl, I think I have a better chance to do it in New Orleans. Uh, and he took it. And I think it turned out to be, well, good decision for him, but also a good decision for the Saints because he's gone in there and he's, he's made what was already a really good defense even better. And that's my follow-up. How good, Ray, are the New Orleans, the 10-2 and two New Orleans Saints? They're really good. I mean, they're, they're good enough that they can lose a Hall of Fame quarterback and just keep rolling. And that's and that's kind of what they did. I mean, they were they were seven and two when uh, when Drew Brees went out, and they plugged Taysom Hill in there, and they haven't stopped. I mean, they've won three more games, and um, and they're going to be even better when they get uh, Drew Brees back. No, they're really good. I mean, they're they're really good on offense. Um, they can do a lot of different things. They can beat you by running the ball. They can beat you by throwing the ball. Um, the offensive line is really good, really solid. Alvin Kamara might be the best all-around back in football in terms of being able to run it and catch it. Uh, and on defense, there, you know, there's not a weakness there on that defense. I mean, they're num- you said number one overall, but what's really impressive is they're they're right there in both both areas. In other words, they're first overall. They're number two against the run. They're number four against the pass. So there's no real weakness there. They're very solid up front. Got a good pass rush. The linebackers are very good, very smart, in on every play. And the secondary is excellent, and the addition of, uh, the addition of Malcolm Jenkins has only made it better. So they, um, they can pretty much beat you any way, any way you can beat you, and uh, their, their special teams are good, and they have an excellent coach in Sean Payton. So they're, um, right now I think they're the best team in the NFC. And the Eagles saw the Packers last Sunday and saw how good they are, and uh, they are good. Uh, but I think this team is even better right now. If, if I had to handicap the NFC looking down the road, I might I might think that uh, the NFC Championship game this year very well could come down to these two teams, Green Bay and New Orleans. That is certainly hard to argue against. Ray, what are the key matchups to watch this weekend at 4:25 when the Eagles take on the Saints? Well, uh, I, I guess you really have to you really have to start with uh, the offensive line for the Eagles and how much help. They're going to be able to give Jalen Hurts. Uh, kid's making his first start, which is, uh, you know, that's a big jump. Uh, and he's making his first start against the number one defense in football, which makes it an even bigger jump. And uh, his for him to have any chance, for him to have any chance to go out there and make plays and and uh, and help the Eagles hang in this game, the offensive line is really going to have to help him because the Saints have. I mean, they get bring a lot of pressure. I mean, Cameron Jordan's a really good player. Trey Hendrickson. Uh, is a young guy that's really coming on. I mean, he's got ten and a half sacks, and he's playing great. And Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator for the Saints, is very smart, and he brings a lot of pressure, and they can blitz you from every angle. 
and they're going to throw some stuff at Jalen Hurts he's never seen before. I guarantee you that. So for him to be able to figure it out and make some plays, um, he's going to need a lot of help, and that starts up front with his offensive line. So to me, that's the big one. That's the number one, and that's how does the Eagles' offensive line handle a very, very formidable New Orleans Saints front and handle that pass rush. And then the other the other matchup is 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 kind of a coaching matchup, and uh, this goes to Doug Peterson and, and his offensive coaching staff and their willingness to actually run the ball and stay with the run, because they can't. I would they can't possibly go into this game with the same game plan that they would have had if they had a healthy Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, they they would have come in there and they would have wanted to throw the ball like they always want to throw the ball, but they can't do that with Jalen Hurts in his first start against this defense. I mean, they can't go in there with a game plan that's looking at 40 to 45 passes. That just, I mean, that would just lead to a rout, and it wouldn't be fair to Jalen Hurts. I mean, what they have to do is they have to support him with a good running game. And this is a week that I think they really, really have to commit to Miles Sanders. Uh, and I think they will, because I think they understand that that's just really a common-sense way to prepare for this game. Not that I think that Miles Sanders can come out and run for 300 yards on this defense. Nobody would. But I think they're going to have to build the offense around the running game more this week than they have at any point this year because you're dealing with a rookie quarterback making his first start. You're going up against the number one defense in the league. So you have to do something to take some of the pressure off of him. And that's up to the coaches then to really mix in the run on this game and give him a little bit of help and give him a chance to at least be able to go out there and compete. Because if they make it all about the quarterback against this defense, he's in for a long day. Miles definitely deserves more carries than, than he's been getting. Uh, right in terms of prediction, uh, it's obviously a really easy game to pick who you think's going to win. I think, though, it's difficult in terms of the score because of the unknown of Jalen Hurts against this top defense. Like like you said, everybody on offense has been a mess this year. It's not just Carson. Kelsey was spot on. It's been everybody, and that includes guys who aren't players, coaches, front office. It's It's been everybody. So if we're just thinking about this offense, and if Carson Wentz was starting this game, I would be confident in saying that there's no way the Eagles with Carson Wentz, a quarterback, would even reach double digits in points in this game. But we know nothing about how Jalen Hurts is going to play a full game in the NFL. We've seen him bits and pieces, and we saw him for a quarter and a half. He did some good. He did some bad. It's quite possible, like he did the other night, he'll make some plays, and more so than what Carson Wentz has been doing this year. But this Saints defense is just so good. So even though if they were playing any other team, I would think that the Eagles would finally get past 20 points with Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, because of the things that it appears that he can do more so than Wentz right now. But because they're playing this Saints defense, I still think the Eagles are going to have a hard time to score. So I got the Saints winning 24-13. to 13. Ray, what is your prediction and final score? Very close, Dave. Very cl- You and I are thinking very much the same. I said 24-14. to 14. Hmm. Uh, I, uh, I, I, that's, I see it very much that way. I don't think the Saints... The, the, the Saints coming into this game, they know that they, their defense is really good, and they're going against a rookie quarterback. So in their terms of their preparation... They're not expecting they have to come in here and score a whole bunch of points. So they're not going to try to play it that way. You know, they're not going to open up the whole playbook. They're not going to come out and run a lot of fancy stuff and try and hit big plays. 
especially with Taysom Hill, a quarterback. They're just going to come out and they're just going to execute. And, you know, they're not worried about scoring 30, 40 points because they're not going to need to. Um, if they score in the mid-20s, they, they know that that's going to be plenty. And I think that's about what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a route. Uh, I would say, you know, mid-20s. Uh, and I think the Eagles, you know, I'll give them the two touchdowns uh, because I, I think Kurtz can make a couple of plays here. I mean, he'll make some mistakes for sure because the Saints are they're very well-disciplined. They're very well-coached. You know, they've got 13 interceptions. They're plus 11 in the turnover ratio. I mean, they're one of the better teams in football in every category. And, you know, and they're and they're going to take advantage of that, and they're going to force the young guy into making some bad decisions. But, you know, we saw we saw in Green Bay that Jalen Hurts can can do some things. Uh, I mean, he we haven't seen a quarterback really move around in the pocket, get out of trouble, and make throws on the run. Um like Jalen Hurts did on Sunday. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you used to associate with Carson Wentz. Those are the kind of plays that we used to see Carson Wentz make, but hasn't made them lately. And Jalen Hurts did, and he's good enough that you know he can hit a couple of those, but not enough to win this game. I mean, you got the the Eagles are the 29th ranked offense going against the number one defense. That kind of math tells me that this looks like a, this looks like a Saints kind of day. So. I'm going to say 24 to 14. Rays going 24 14 New Orleans and the Eagles falling to 3 9 and 1. Ray, I always appreciate your insight. We'll recap this game in Jalen Hurts' first start on Monday morning. Have a wonderful weekend. You too, David. I'll talk to you then. Talk to you then. Hall of Famer Ray Didinger of 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.